0: Welcome to the Loveability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hey there, this is Jennifer Stiers with Loveability Podcast. Uh, I am here today. I'm super excited. Uh, I have brought in a, a friend of mine uh, uh, by the name of um, Marcy Stiles. I think I told you all that she was going to be joining us. She's a psychotherapist. And she's amazing. Uh, she's going to be able to break down this narcissism stuff. She uh, actually has an office in the North Dallas area. And she specializes uh, in narcissism. And uh, she's quite good at this. And And after we did the last podcast, so many of you had questions uh, for days afterwards and comments. And I feel like we needed to uh, get in and start digging in some of the psychological uh, aspects of narcissism because they're different from the neurological aspects of narcissism. So I'm going to introduce you. So Marcy, uh, welcome. Uh, thanks for being here again. Marcy's been uh, on the Lovability Podcast before. Thank you. Uh, we have we have talked about narcissism once before, but it was no. a very big discussion Uh, We had several people, uh, and this is just us today. I'm so excited, and I love this woman. Thank you. I love Uh, you, She's brilliant. She's super brilliant. I know. We love each other outside of here, too. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, so Marcy, you've done this for a long time. Uh, Interestingly enough, I'm going to share this because I feel like this is an important aspect of being real. Uh, Marcy does this for a living. I do this for a living and we both have been victims of narcissistic abuse before in our relationships. Correct. So I think, and I, I know that my clients and friends have found a little bit of comfort in that just because of the fact that it can be so hidden and sneak up on you that even right. it affects- smart people are fools, yeah. right? <laughs> it
1: can affect anybody. Especially
0: smart people because I think narcissists really do love uh, they really do love smart confident people so let's talk about that let's talk about that a little bit and and uh, even though a sidekick Brad isn't here we'll still unpack it for you Brad that's what you like to say so uh, uh, so let's talk about it a little bit uh, a little bit more so where does where is it rooted because I I feel like we were having this discussion where do people, where do people get narcissism from? I mean, it's a disorder. It's a, it's a, considered a mental disorder, right, right, right. psychological disorder. Uh, how is it born and bred? Because it's not genetic.
1: Correct. I don't, I don't think you, uh, I don't think it's a hereditary thing. Right. Um, though I could be wrong, but I, I think it's more of the way one's raised.
0: Right. And their childhood. So, what would that what would that childhood look like if if um, it's how somebody were raised? I mean, we were talking about. Uh, I know my particular situation was a very overbearing, doting mom. She was all, like this child could do no wrong, um, and uh, and you know n- there was never any criticism.
1: Right, real uh, spoiled. Yeah,
0: real. Re- yeah, very very uh, sheltered, spoiled, uh, adored. Uh, and yeah, so how does somebody deal with the real world after that? And criticism, they don't, they don't have the tools. Right. 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 So what else? they've never been,
1: they've never been criticized, right? Right. Um, and they were the golden child. Right. So I think some of it, some of it stems from that. Um, a lot of times if they, um, really excel in a profession, let's say, um, that can help. Add to it.
0: Okay. So if they have had Uh, success.
1: Yeah. Real successful, let's say, in in sports, athletics, something. Ah. Um, A lot of times, you know, big, high-power executives, um, certain professions – Tend to lend themselves to that
0: because they are they are the center of attention. They are the spotlight. Right. Wow. Right. Uh, I don't know why I never never made that connection. Um. Uh, okay. Good. So so h- here we are with with that. So that's uh, that could be maybe origin. I know we had talked a little bit also about uh, you know ha- being children of narcissistic mothers or fathers. Right. Uh, and those dynamics look a little bit different. I know one of the things, I mean, because I've dealt with people with narcissistic fathers where that hasn't been as much with for you. You've seen a lot of narcissistic moms. Correct. Correct. And for daughters, that's a big deal. That ends up affecting daughters in a big right. way. Right.
1: And then I wonder, you know, you and I kind of talked about this. I wonder how much, if you have a narcissistic parent, how much you're drawn to a narcissistic Um, significant other.
0: Of course you are, because you know that pattern, you know how to deal with that pattern. You're, I mean, that's what's comfortable for you. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, you know, it's interesting. I was just uh, posting today on abuse, Mm -hmm. you know, when people have been abused, uh, and like I said, it goes for all types of abuse, but when they've been abused, people confuse that abuse with love. So love is this, and that's, that's all they know. It's all they know. And it's the same thing with narcissism. Once you get used to a certain pattern or dynamic, whether that's uh, avoiding somebody, feeding their ego, um, whatever the dynamic may be, uh, dealing with harsh criticism. I know for a lot of daughters of narcissistic moms, there's intense criticism and uh, a lot of competition. And they never understood why their mom uh, never accepted them. Pretty deep stuff when you unpack it as an adult right. and have to look at it. Right, uh,
1: and that would also make sense as to why once you're in a narcissistic relationship, you tend to go back into another. Right, because right. it's such a comfortable uh, dynamic. Yeah. For and, th- you. and then you have
0: the pattern too of uh, then you have the pattern too of trying to fix it because you know at the same time if we haven't healed from it, that's what we're doing constantly in our life. Right. Is pulling these situations back into our life unconsciously, so we can heal from them. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to draw that same thing in, and hopefully ha- have that opportunity. So let's uh, let's dive into some of the psychological components of it from a uh, from a standpoint of how do you spot a narcissist? Because there's a lot of people out there that are you know dating, looking for love. And one of the things that I know a lot of people are really drawn to are confident, mm-hmm. smart uh, men and women. Men love uh, confident women that are a challenge. Men thrive on a challenge. Right. And that is something, too, that fortunately and unfortunately, a narcissistic woman would offer a man is a challenge because of that right. That seesaw, you know, that roller coaster ride of the of the narcissist. Right, you're good versa. one day and you're not. The, you know, it's right. you're in, you're out. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a blast. Let me tell you. <laughs> woo woo! It's not car- signing up for that again. Um, it's a carnival. <laughs> it is a carnival. So so let's talk about some of the red flags. So people are out there. See, the hard part is you don't
1: see the red flags until you're so inundated in it. Right. Okay, that then
0: why? Because of the love bombing. So we can just we can kind of start right. there. They're There's like the of-
1: perfect mate when they start out, right? Super attentive, super kind, super loving. They just kind of swoop in. And-
0: I hear women say, Marcy, that and it is this comment you can hear, you can hear from women continuously. They'll say it was the best relationship I ever had. Because of the love bombing,
1: yeah. Until until, <laughs> until, <laughs> until
0: exactly, go. Um, but but the best relationship they ever had, yeah. Uh, until the the toxicity starts, yeah, yeah. And and they do swing, so it, it's love bombing, then it's toxicity and then it's more love bombing and it's, it's a back and forth and it just, it just ruins your psyche. I mean, it really, and
1: depending on the narcissist, it could be a daily thing. The relationship I was in, that was like a daily morning was great. Afternoon was horrible. (laughs) Morning was great. Night was horrible. I mean, it was, you didn't know which end was up.
0: Right. Right. And, and I think that inconsistency too, uh, Plus, the fact, and we're going to talk about gaslighting a little bit because that's important. But due to the inconsistency and the gaslighting that goes on, I think a lot of times that inconsistency, people look at that that are in a relationship. And I know you all are listening that are in these, you're looking at that and blaming yourself. Maybe there was something I did, or there's some, because that's what they do is uh-huh. to flip it. You know, th- so a perfect example would be um, Hey, I noticed, you know, you were texting, uh, you know, our old neighbor in your phone, you know, do you think that's appropriate? Well, why were you checking my phone? They'll say, right. Right.
1: And then you become the smothering.
0: Yeah. They're not dealing with the issue. They'll just flip it, completely flip it. Right. Right.
1: Right. Right. To make you look like the crazed one.
0: Like the cuckoo. (laughs) So, so, uh, so let's talk about that whole bad whole dynamic, Marcy. Talk about. The, some of the psychological uh, components and damage that narcissists will do at the begin at, at in that relationship well, to flip it,
1: right? Once it starts going, they do that whole like you said they flip it, right? They have a bad um, behavior and then somehow it gets turned on you, right?
0: And that's gaslighting,
1: e- exactly, exactly. Like they're not c- communicating with you, and you ask them why, and then. All of a sudden, you're needy, you're clingy, you're, you know, it, it's constantly turned on you, and you're to the point where you're like, oh, maybe it is me. Oh, maybe I need to communicate more. And then you feed more into it. So would this be right? a and person
0: gets- that uh, doesn't accept criticism? So if you try to give them constructive criticism, or if you could do this better or this better, they're never going to accept it.
1: Right. They don't take that well, usually. Right? Okay.
0: So... We, I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but I feel like <laughs> here is the perfect opportunity to talk about the difference between when you're dealing with a true narcissist or you're dealing with someone with narcissistic traits. And I, we know the term is overused, so right. I'm going to let you have the stage on that. So, okay,
1: term way overused. The narcissistic personality disorder. Very few people truly have the personality disorder, right? Much more of the population has traits, right And we can all have traits at one time or another, depending on what's you know what's going on in our world. Um, but those are still things that we have to to, to be careful about to worry about, right? because it's still damaging. It's mm-hmm. still very dysfunctional right. Um, and then there's there's a whole spectrum, right? You could be a narcissist and you could be a true hundred percent narcissist or you could be, you know, a 20% narcissist, right? Mm-hmm. Because a true, true narcissist has no empathy. No empathy, right? And yeah. that's that's almost like a you know a sociopath, right? So the
0: interesting part of that, and how does that show up? I feel like here's where we would notice it in a relationship where you'd say, uh, well, you did this, this, and this. How would you feel if I did that to you? Do you know what I'm saying? If you just try to flip right. it with a narcissist... How would you feel? They can't put right. themselves in your shoes.
1: And sometimes I'll go as far as to say, that wouldn't bother me.
0: Yeah. And then you're like, well, wait, but how?
1: Yeah. I have You haven't talked to me in three days or five days, and that wouldn't bother you? No, I'm not needy like you. Needy? Like, what? It defies all logic. That's, that's the fun part of it.
0: <laughs> so does a, does a narcissist know that they're a narcissist?
1: You and I talked about this earlier and I think some of them know that they're a narcissist. I think some of them actually like being a narcissist. But they'll never admit that they're a narcissist, right? Cuz it's not a cool thing, right? They
0: don't want to be I'm labeled a narcissist. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah but I do believe negative.
1: certain ones know that. Certain mm-hmm. ones strive for that, I think. Right?
0: It almost makes me sad because I I feel like, and I think this is the one thing I would say about understanding that whole web, is that that is who they are, and I they're not doing it intentionally. I think so many people think that some of it's intentional. So let's talk about, let's talk about that aspect of it because I don't think all of it's intentional. Some Correct. of it might be, Correct. but I don't believe that all of it is.
1: Right. I agree. I think Because it's a
0: personality disorder.
1: Right. When it is a person when it's just traits, that's a different story. I think a lot of it is intentional, but I think just as much of it is unintentional. This this is how they were raised, or this is how they were if they were treated like the golden child, then that's that's all they know. So it's, it's not intentional. Of, it's, it's their yes. line of thinking, right? And then let's say they're the star athlete, and then let's say they become a professional athlete or a oh my gosh, CEO. you're describing my ex, <laughs> <laughs> or a CEO you know? or a you know a high powered attorney. They have to have some of those traits, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be a high powered attorney or a high powered CEO yeah. and be backing down and all you know mealy mouthed. They and, have you that know, powerful just personality. Yes, you have to act like you know all right so so some of that lends itself to it
0: it feeds it mm-hmm. it feeds it yeah right i uh i i definitely um i definitely think that this is an important point in all of it is understanding that this is this is a i mean it is diagnosed a personality disorder right Correct. i mean Correct. so it's it's <clears throat> not genetic It's a personality disorder. So having said that, I know when we did our last podcast, people asked, can a narcissist change? And the answer is yes. But Marcy's going to explain that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) First off, if if a narcissist, and this is usually more somebody with just a lot of personality, the traits, the narcissistic traits. Mm -hmm. If they realize how it's ruining their life or ruining their career or ruining their family, Mm-hmm. then they can say, oh, wow, you know, something needs to be done. I've got all these issues. I need to work on it. Then they come to somebody like me and we work on it. That, that works very well. You know, it's like the alcoholic coming in and saying, hey, I'm an alcoholic. Help me. Right? But a lot of times a true narcissist doesn't think that there's anything wrong. Right. They truly believe the way they're behaving is the way they're supposed to behaving. Right? So there's nothing wrong with them. So they're not going to go for help. And you can't, if your husband's a narcissist, right, you can learn how to manage him, but you can't fix him. Does that make sense?
0: It does make sense. And managing a narcissist, (laughs) I mean, can you really manage a narcissist? You can't,
1: you know, it's that, it's that, um, oh, what's, I can't think of the... I'm exhausted just (laughs) thinking about it. What's the payoff, right? If you're married to one and you have a family... And you don't want to blow up the whole family. And otherwise, you have a great life, right? It's that, you know, like, what are you getting out of this? Is it that horrible? Is it manageable? A lot of times, if you can learn to manage yourself and how you react to the narcissist, that could be enough to make it doable, right? Because you do usually love that person, right? And they have a lot of other good traits that you're absolutely in love with. It's these other traits that can be very damaging,
0: like what? Because when I think of this, I think of, of the one thing that is very difficult for a narcissist is commitment, you know, commitment to anything.
1: Well, I guess I'm thinking of couples that I've worked with where one is a narcissist right? and, you know, they've been married and they have kids and they've, you know, been together for 20 years. Um, so that's kind of what I was thinking right. about. But if you're just dating one and right. you realize early on, this is a narcissist before you say, I do,
0: you know, right?
1: it may be easier to just get the heck out.
0: Yeah. Managing it is managing. It's a lot of work because it's emotionally, the narcissist just does their stuff. Like they're just doing their thing and their right. life. And it's, it's almost like that that alcoholic, that person that's in the relationship with the alcoholic or the addict, is that they're running circles constantly around this behavior. Right. So the person who's managing the narcissist may be managing them, but then well, but you're not very well managed. Right.
1: But I'm talking about when I say manage, and maybe I misspoke, I'm talking about managing how you deal with it. Right. So if we're gonna look at this sort of like a carnival ride, Perfect. right? And the narcissist is the is the roller coaster. Managing it, to me, means that you get off the ride. <laughs> you say, whoa, I'm not riding that thing anymore. How
0: does somebody do that? Because that's exactly what I want to talk about. Because okay. there are people in in relationships, and they do need to get off the ride. There is a book that I, I recommend to a lot of people. It's called Disarming the Narcissist. Yeah. Have you ever? I <laughs> love that book. Um, But just in the title itself is exactly what I... Would want to talk about with you is say how do you disarm them? How do you not play the game?
1: Well, first off, you have to realize that the behaviors, right, like the love bombing and the um, gaslighting, and, and you have to really work on yourself to make yourself very strong, right? Because they're so good at it, right? That it—that's the hardest part, and and then it's just a matter of putting up boundaries, right? Right. You know, you think you have an issue with me. I know I've worked on this, and this is not an issue. So, you know, it's like volleyball. I'm giving it back to you. You can handle that, right? I'm I'm not going to take it. Okay. Hard to do. Uh, You know, it's easy to say.
0: So (laughs) when the gaslighting starts and something's turned on you, you flip it back. Right, right. What happens when you shut down a narcissist, though? When you do that to them and you stop playing the game, what happens?
1: Typically, they, well, typically they get worse, You know, and then they keep trying to engage you and and get you back because they know they've already gotten you once. So it's much easier to play with what you got instead of trying to find a new supply. Uh Um, But, or they'll, you know, the relationship will be over. Right? Because you're not feeding it. Once they're found out,
0: (laughs) once they're found out, they want out because they don't, they don't want to be exposed And that's a big, that's a big part of it is they don't, they don't want to be, they, they see themselves as perfect. They need to see themselves as perfect. They don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be exposed.
1: They don't see themselves as exposed. That's the funny part. They, they, and they will go away for a bit, but then they'll come back. And you know this, they don't ever go away for a long time, right? They (laughs) keep coming back and, you know, like waiting for your, your, your guard to go down and then they come back. And then they, you know, start the whole love bombing again, which is super, super, um, you know, we love that. We just love that.
0: That's the important part of all of this is for people to understand they're going to come back. I try to tell my clients this. It's (laughs) going to happen. You can cut them off in every way. You can block them from every channel, and they'll find a way to get to your front door to, to get back. They will come back, and they will love bomb you until they get you until right. they know they have yeah, they that power you until they got it again and then the games start, start all over again, again. Mm-hmm. you filled up their gas tank as i always tell my clients don't fill you can't right. put any gas in their gas tank right. cuz then they'll just take off again
1: right and then this time, when they love bomb you, it's even stronger and longer, right? Because right. they know that you kind of have an idea of what's going on. So, you know, they have to be very ginger about it and, you know, take their time and really work hard. And then they get you in,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: it starts all over again.
0: Yeah, you know, one of uh, one of our listeners said that they isolate you from family and friends, so they mm-hmm. won't be exposed also.
1: Right. right, because your family and friends they see, they know the real you. Yes. They know that you're not crazy. They know this is some really weird behavior. Right. And they try to pull you out of it. They try to talk sense into you. Right. But at that point we don't listen. Right. So we're so in love. Right. We're going to run off with, um, the carnival ride.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. Analogy. So in love. That's the love bombing. So, yes. uh, so, so, uh, so somebody asked, Can a true narcissist be faithful? And then, uh, Another, I just wanted to hit this one. Um, when you find them out, somebody said, you, you've you taken away their fun. And I, I can't say that I agree with that. I don't think you're trying to have fun. No, I, I, no. Let's clear that up. Clear a, and that I, up. Think, I think maybe
1: not their fun. I think in some ways they may think that you're taking away their power.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Um, and then they'll back off a little bit, and then they'll come back and forth. But, yeah, I don't uh, – um, yeah, it's, it's about it's power. It's not about it's fun. About, it's
0: about – It's not a game. They're not, like, really trying to let me see how bad I can mess this person up and how bad I can screw with their right. brain let's see if I no. can get them back again. I mean, maybe somewhere deep inside there, there's processes going on like that. But it's more out of 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 them needing that fix and needing that control of that person than it is out of fun. Right, right. right. Uh, now let's hit the whole thing, um, about trust. Can a narcissist be faithful?
1: Now, once again, there's like a whole spectrum. So I know plenty of narcissists, self-proclaimed narcissists that are, you know, that have come to me and they've been, they've been faithful. I think a true, true narcissist, it's hard for them to be faithful because they need that supply
0: attention so they want much. Att- they need attention correct yes and
1: if they're not i mean it's hard for them to get it from one one person which so is, i think that's why they they have to be which is why a lot of these
0: athletes right and people right. in high powered positions right. because they're so used to a lot of attention right that they don't know what they don't know what to do without it or they don't know how to deal with criticism because they're so used to being praised
1: Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, I don't but think just because you are a narcissist or have narcissistic traits means that you're not going to be um, um, faithful, but I think it kind of does go hand in hand usually,
0: mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, so, okay, so what, what else did I want to cover with you? So uh, red flags uh, to look for, um, getting out of that relationship. So besides boundaries, Marcy – I mean what else can somebody do when they when they realize that they're in a relationship with a narcissist what are some ways to disarm them what are some ways besides you know not allowing I always tell this is one of my favorite things I always do with my clients is understanding understanding our boundaries it's like um, I always tell my clients to do this. Like if, if you put your arms around yourself like this and your arms went all the way around your body. So just to make a circle around you, right. what would be inside that circle? All my clients go, me, um, cause <laughs> you know the answer. Um, but that's all that's inside that circle is you. It's all you can control. Correct. What you put out, what you allow in is, is up to you. Correct. And anything outside of that is not yours. Right. It's not yours and I think that's the boundary that people need to understand is that whatever they're doing, whatever they're saying, whatever label they may be putting, whatever blame they're trying to place, you have to make that decision. You have to know yourself, be strong, confident, know yourself enough to know whether or not that's you or not, whether you're not going to uh, whether you're going to allow that or not. Right. And and that's part of the problem too because we're allowing that. Right. 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 It it is it, it, it is very true, but but keep that in mind as you're as you're trying to deal with this on a daily basis is that you've you've got to set that boundary and you've got to to you got to shut it out. You otherwise you're gonna be wrapped up in this chaos and this carnival ride as you describe right. continuously right. if you don't have a strong sense of self and know who you are. So when right. they I guarantee they're going to gaslight you. It's going to happen. Right. So when they do, you got to know how to protect yourself. Right.
1: And that's probably the best um, precautions is to really, before you get into any relationship, work on your boundaries, work work on your, your sense of self and your self-worth, right? So that when you see this coming or when it starts to happen, then you could be strong. Right? right. But I also think... We've got to step back a minute and and realize when a relationship starts so with that love bombing, it feels great, right? Everybody wants that. Everybody wants the guy that just dotes all over you. But realize, hey, this might not be exactly what it looks like. So I think Thank if we you. look at it, you know from Thank the very you. beginning and say as nice as this is if it's too I've got if to it feels too open, good to be
0: true it, it might, might be, be. and right. it might just be a narcissist. Right. And I don't
1: want to I don't want to go have everybody go through you know life dating skeptical be, be skeptical right. and jaded and, but you just have to go in with 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 both eyes, eyes open. open. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. And no, if that's it, a <laughs> if it that's looks a really good, good point.
0: Right. I think people do. I mean, you do want to find that perfect person. And one thing that a narcissist is really good at is um, being aware. They listen really closely. They watch right. and they know what works. So they're very aware of what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And when they find your hot buttons, they oh, will yeah. continue to use them. So you have to be aware of they are paying Uber attention to the things that you like. That's that person that'll circle around and and remember certain things about you.
1: Right. Purposely. Good and bad.
0: Yeah. Good mm-hmm. and bad. Oh, you're true. <laughs> Use the <laughs> use, point. Yeah.
1: Use those Achilles heels against you.
0: Absolutely. Right? You know what? Talk about that because that's a that is that's something that happens.
1: That's huge. Right? Okay. That's so talk a huge about that. Part of that. Uh, part of this is that they find out what your Achilles heel is, um, like attachment issues or being abandoned or, um, you know, maybe you had some mental health history and, and, you know, the, the the thought of maybe going crazy. And once they're in the bad stages, then they start using that. Right. Right. Oh, you're crazy. Right. Oh, you know, you know, everybody that's why you're,
0: you drove your ex away. Yeah. You drove your ex away. I know. I just had a client that went through that. Yeah. This is exactly why you're too
1: clingy. Yeah. You're, you know, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, everybody has left you kind of thing. And of course that hits us hard.
0: I know, uh, I know somebody who's a widow and their narcissistic girlfriend told him that that's what killed his wife. Believe it or not. Yeah, oh. that 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 his behavior and and all, I mean, yeah, it's I mean people like they'll that's they a true pull narcissist, out, right? Yeah, <laughs> anything. Was... By the way, pay attention if you're watching. Yeah, uh, sir. Was... Uh, so uh, so uh, here, this is interesting too. I got a comment from uh, my high school best friend. Can you believe that? My oh, high school best. On wow. here. Look Thanks for you. listening, Robin. Uh, so. Uh, So she said he was my boss and I enabled him, but as soon as I cut him off, he found somebody else to do it to, which is exactly what they do. And this is important too. So they're, but, but they'll, they'll circle back, right? They may find somebody else, but they're going to circle back. Right. But they'll find somebody else to abuse. They need it. Right
1: now. And then there's also the borderline personality. Thank you. Now, those down. people, right, those people, if you cross them or what they see is cross them, they will cut you out and they will try to destroy you. Right. That's that that kind of personality. Right. If I can't have you, nobody's going to because I'm going to make you, you know, I'm just going to pulverize you. And and more, that's what that boss sounded like, right? And
0: yes, and more women. We were talking about how more women are borderline versus narcissist, and more men yeah, are narcissist versus borderline. Yeah. So describe borderline versus narcissism. So let's let's see if we can uh, try to because I know a lot of times they're intertwined. Yeah. They're, but but how do we how can we possibly um, make some distinction between the two of them?
1: They're very similar. Borderline is more like I said women tend to fall more in the borderline category. And I don't know if that's necessarily fair, but that's what happens. Men, narcissists, women, borderline. Um, borderline is more, if you know, the, um, you know, the jilted lover that, that drives by the house 65 times, starts stalking, um, you know, trying to ruin that next relationship. That's more the borderline. The, um, you know, if I can't have you, you broke up with me, so I'm so distraught, I'm going to kill myself. That's a borderline tactic, um,
0: because borderline is linked with depression too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. All right. I mean, they're all. Uh, yes, and co. Uh, <laughs> they, they like to play together. Yes. Uh, okay. So, uh, so from a from a standpoint of change, because I know we uh, we kind of just touched on that. How does if, if somebody is in a relationship with a narcissist, if they want to maintain that relationship with a narcissist for whatever reasons, uh, make that decision wisely though, because if you don't have a family and children with somebody and you don't have to be with that person and it's causing you a lot more mental and emotional instability and harm, right? why, 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 right. right? right. But if you want to, if you want to work it out, you want to stay in that, you want it to work, How? Would, what would be step one for somebody in that relationship? Did they go get counseling or do they bring their partner for counseling? How does that work?
1: What I personally like to do is to work with them individually, both of them. Right. And then as a couple, right? Because the couple, there's that dynamic that needs to be worked on because she can't keep feeding into it right? And then we've got to work on her boundaries. We've got to work on his, you know, changing the bad behavior, her, you know, shoring herself up to make her stronger. Makes sense? Or him, I don't want to keep saying her,
0: you know. Gosh, that dynamic of having having two people in couples counseling where they're fighting where there's that back and forth, and you get nowhere. I'm just saying, <laughs> you don't get anywhere. I love having people separate, like but, once together, and then you know, or individual, then completely separate because right. that but, the the dynamic is such that you have to work everybody. Like the narcissist has their own deal, and you, the person that's that's in that relationship with a narcissist, right. you got some deals too. Yeah, correct,
1: correct, yeah. but. And you know me because you've known me for a very long time. I don't put up with that in my office, right? She (laughs) does not
0: put up with that in her office, I can assure you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We do get a lot of stuff done because if they're going to behave like that, then they're going to be out of my office, right? They're going to get
0: the door. (laughs) I have never been kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) Never.
1: never, (laughs) Ah, Funny. But Uh. yes, working with them individually, shoring them up and then work. And that's typically what I'll do. I'll do it individually first, right. right? You've got to own your stuff, you've got to own your stuff. We've got to work on this and then I can put them together. If the narcissist
0: if the narcissist refuses to accept help, does it the the person that's in the relationship should still go to counseling though. They should still oh, of get course. help. Of course, yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Now, if they, you know, if it's if it's someone who decides I'm going to stay with this person for whatever reasons, we don't right? know what those reasons are, but you <laughs> ha- might have them. <laughs> um, and I, I, see. You know, it's it's pretty um, common, unfortunately, or fort- unfortunately. Um, but when those people come in, we just have to really work on self esteem, work on worth, work on um, their boundaries, wor- work on what they're willing to put up with, what they're not. Right. Right. And it's managing themselves, not so much. I mean, they manage the narcissist, but what they do is they they protect themselves. That's what they have to.
0: Yeah, and it's very uh, very difficult when somebody goes in that's been in a long term relationship with a narcissist because their their self esteem is so beaten up that. They don't know what they're accepting responsibility for or not. Like, this is going on. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's not me. Am I crazy? Right? So that's kind of the conversation. They're very confused. And narcissists tend to love really confident. they, They tend to love really confident people. Can you explain why?
1: Well, they love the challenge of that. But, you know, after 10 years or 15 or 20 years of being with a narcissist, you're typically not real confident. You're at that pretty point, weak
0: at that point. Right? Yeah.
1: And then, you know, they come into typically what happens is they'll come in and they'll say, I think my husband might be a narcissist or I think my wife might be a narcissist, but they're so beaten down that, you know, I need to work on myself. I need to, you know, because I'm doing this wrong and I'm doing that. No, we've got to figure out exactly what's going on and then how to shore them up. And what's interesting is that if this is a true narcissistic, um, dynamic, the narcissist, Gets scared to death, right? Because his partner is now working on themselves. And right. What does that mean? They don't for want him you to go to therapy because guess right? what? They're You're like, going to get
0: better and leave them.
1: Yeah. And, right. I, and I always can tell because the next session when we talk, and I'll say, So how did it go? And, you know, did your partner say anything? And they'll say, Oh, yes, yeah, she asked, how, how was counseling? What did you talk about? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're scared to death. Yeah. Right. Uh oh, somebody <laughs> found out about me.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, no. It's um, it, it the thing is, is you're not dealing with a, in a sense, a real relationship. A lot of time, mean, there's so much of, so much of your relationship with a narcissist. There's so much drama, right? And roller coaster and
1: that, dysfunction and, and, and
0: dysfunction and toxicity. Yeah. that you're not ever moving forward in that relationship. It right. just seems to be stagnant
1: and i know you've heard this but when people are in a true narcissistic relationship or borderline when it's great it's, it's off the amazing. charts amazingly yeah. great and then when it's bad it's horrible super bad that that's a big Um, telltale sign for me. Right.
0: Right. So, you know, one of the things that we had started a discussion on was women narcissists because uh, statistically there are more men that are narcissists than women, but women can be narcissists. Uh, And let's talk about what that would look like for uh, a woman Um, because we talked about like from a man's standpoint, a lot of times they're pro athletes or ex-pro athletes or high powered CEOs, etc. Let's talk about what a woman narcissist um, might, like, how does a guy know that he might be dealing with one? Love bombings there. We know that.
1: Right. She can Um, do that too. Yeah. And it's not so clear cut as as far as like professions and, um, you know, only children, you know, like things like that. It's more, um, you know, they put their whole selves in. You know, maybe right away. Very um, seem very moody. You know, very up, very down, that kind of thing. Um, you know, when you don't call for a day or two, they completely fall to pieces. That kind of behavior.
0: So, would a what a man who is uh, codependent. What kind of man would would uh, would be atta- uh, attracted to that? Okay. Right there,
1: codependent. Codependent. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, somebody that's just love starved. Somebody that just is so desperate to get in a relationship.
0: And he's found the right. perfect woman now. Right. Because she adores she is going, him.
1: And she is going to love bomb the heck out of him. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, you know, he doesn't call, you know, the exact time he's supposed to. And she just goes off her rocker.
0: I And I tend to think, man stay in these relationships longer than they should, just because men more so than women, although women are the same way with the challenge, that men thrive on that challenge. And these women, and it's not that they're doing it on purpose, they just can't commit. They just can't. They aren't willing to give up their independence. They aren't willing to just be adored by one man. Right. They don't want to be your one and only, but they do want to be adored by you. Uh, well, they but, want to
1: be your one and only, but they also want to be his one and only and his one, exactly, only. <laughs> exactly, one and only. Exactly, exactly,
0: right. exactly. Uh, so um, so, so, where was I going with that? I forgot. Um, I, I forgot the question I was going to ask, but, but I think... W- with men, they need to understand that this isn't a challenge, that this is a personality right. disorder. It's not a challenge.
1: Right. But what do you think also about, you know, men are, are kind of wired to save, to fix.
0: Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. So I
1: wonder how much p- part of that is that, you know, she seems damaged and I've got to fix her. Right. I can't leave her. She's, you know, she's in bad shape. I've she's got the it. victim. Right.
0: Because yeah, that is one that there right. is right. Right. a it, type of narcissist that is a victim too. Right, right, right. So, she yeah. tried
1: to kill herself. I, I can't leave her now. Right. You know, because that's another, the borderline, that's, a, that's such a telltale sign. You know, the whole, if I can't have you, I'm going to just, it's not worth living. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. You know. And then how do you walk away from that? That's scary. <laughs> right?
0: Here's how, because that's your stuff. It's not my stuff. And if- <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean, and <laughs> yes. and, and and I hate to say this, if guys, but you healthy. can't. Yeah, you can't fix that. I mean, that it is. It's unfortunate that somebody somebody would go there. Um, it's usually more for manipulation than it is in reality, right?
1: right? But most most people don't realize that, right? And when somebody tells you they're going to take their life, what's the first thing you want to do? Is fix that.
0: Right. Because you're, I want to get them help. I don't want well, to fix it, but yeah, well, I'll get yes, you some get help, help. But yeah, you know, uh, so the other thing you and I were kind of debating on this a little bit, um, from the standpoint of, uh, the challenge thing. Is it a challenge? Is it a fixed thing to more men than women? Uh, like the whole, I don't want to hurt her. I don't want to hurt him. And I tend to think men are more like, I don't want to hurt her. So I'm going to stay in this and not break her heart. Where you don't agree with me, you know. We had this. We had this little discussion before well, we came. And, and
1: you know, I'm I'm pulling from what I see in my office. Right. Um, there are plenty of guys that don't want to hurt, but I think their overwhelming thing is, you know, it's a challenge, or I want to fix, or I can fix. That's what I'm supposed to do. I think it's more that I think women tend to stay with men narcissists because they don't want to hurt their feelings. They don't want to, you know back talk or whatever it is as you know, strong we're, as these we're brought up to
0: it's not th- as strong as these narcissistic men are they're very weak with a woman that they you know that they're playing that they're that they're engaged with they're very dependent and they make you believe that you, their whole life and existence revolves around you and that they can't survive without you right and uh and anyone I don't care if you're a man or you're a woman that is not how a relationship is supposed to work. We both have to stand independently, lovingly, uh, confidently on our own in order to be in a healthy relationship. Right. So any sign of that.
1: Right. Yeah. Two healthy holes. Right. Coming together. Right. Right. And so if, if they're damaged, it's just not so a So good... don't
0: be afraid. If you're in a relationship, I don't care if it's narcissism or not, you do, and, and it's not for you. Don't be afraid to get out of it. You're only hurting somebody by staying in it and dishonoring right. who you are and how you feel and, and not allowing them to move on, right, or right. get help, right? Because if it's somebody that needs help, you're preventing them from getting help by not setting them free. Because guess what? If they hurt, if it hurts a little bit or a lot of bit, they're going to go seek counseling. They're going to go get help, help because they don't have you to lean on, guys especially, right? because the guys want to fix it. Right. 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 But let them go, let them go get help. If you let them go, they'll go get, they'll go to a counselor because they've got to talk to somebody.
1: Right. Right. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Uh, I, I hope we answered y'all's questions. I'm not as good as Brad at going through some of these. Uh, and, uh, I hope that I got to, uh, I hope that I got to them. Uh, the, do you have any books that you would recommend for people, Marcy, mm. that might, I mean, because I like Disarming the Narcissist. I forgot who wrote it, but uh, that's a book I recommend to a lot of people in it. Ooh, you got me. I've
1: got like six or seven of them that I um, typically go to, and I cannot think of a one offhand, but I will get a, i will get you all the names of them.
0: So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to post, uh, I'm going to post Marcy's name and a link uh, to her office. If anybody wants to get in touch with her, she is, um, she's amazing. So if you're in, if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, or you were in a relationship with a narcissist and you need to heal, uh, you, you don't, you need to go get proper help with, with, you know, whoever that may be that you trust. I can tell you for one thing, the thing I love about Marcy is she doesn't take any BS. Like she's, She's that. She's not that. There are those therapists. I can't stand them. Sorry, that just sit and listen and listen and How do you feel about that? And keep whipping it back in your no, court. I don't
1: do that, but can, I. I can't be gentle.
0: Yeah, can you? Yes, I I'm can. not so gentle. All my clients. No, do that. I'm gentle, that's, but
1: I'm. I'm very effective.
0: You're effective. You are very effective, and you need somebody that's effective. So if you're going to go get help, don't just go. Somewhere where you're going to be listened to and have to go back for hours and days and years and you know never recover. You want to go somewhere where somebody's going to tell you the truth and they're going to get to the heart of the matter, uh, because when you narcissistic relationships are damaging right. uh, to every party, but mostly the person that's not the narcissist uh, and right
1: and all their people, right? You the need kids, help the-
0: because you don't want to get in another one. There's you know once you've been in one. You're more prone to being in more, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, y- so it's you're you drawn to
0: that. Yeah, you're drawn yeah. to that person. And that's lastly, uh, I think that would be another thing to look into too, is to say, what is it that what are the characteristics of the narcissist that I'm drawn into? Uh, and it's a that is a huge discussion. I'm yeah. I'm I'm bummed we didn't get into that, but if you had mm-hmm. Parents that had narcissistic tendencies or a father, maybe, uh, ladies that was super strong and confident, maybe had some of the narcissistic tendencies. That might be the kind of guy that you're attracted to because men men marry their mothers and women marry their fathers. I know you hate it and it's gross and all that stuff, but it is... It is the truth, right. but the pattern can be broken once you recognize it.
1: Right. Or an absent parent, right? And so you're just looking for all that love and attention.
0: Right. Absolutely. Well, uh, well, I will post her link. Uh, thank you all for uh, tuning in today. There's always so much to talk about here, but uh, we hope we answer some of your questions. So thanks thank for being you. here. Thanks for being here, Marcy. Thank you